Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to 24 Hours in League. Two games of footy. I was going to say two cracking games of footy last night, but that would be a lie. That first game, for me, that was an absolute stinker. I don't know how the New Zealand Warriors lost that one. Absolute chaos. I will say this, and I posted on my Instagram today, that I still think these Warriors, they can give this competition a real shake. I still think they are a really good shot to make the top eight. You've got to remember that team last night. They lost Tohu Harris in the 20th minute. They lost Eli Katoa. They went into that game without Reese Walsh, Cody Nicarima, and, of course, Chanel Harris-Tavita. I mean... That's majority of your spine, and then you've also got to put Tohu Harris back into that side. You've got to add Matt Lodge as well. I still think there's a lot more upside than New Zealand Warriors, and I know I'm going to cop a heap of stick for that, but I'm going to stick with them for now. I'm not selling stocks. I know a lot of people have said after last night that they can't. I mean, the the, the, the halves were really poor, in my opinion. Sean O'Sullivan did not play well. Chad Townsend did not play well. Um, and, I mean, they hung in this contest. Personally, I think that last night said more about the Dragons than what it said about the Warriors. That was Dragons essentially full strength. I'm trying to think who wasn't there. I think they were full strength um, and just got over the top of the New Zealand Warriors. Took them four chances to win that game. Uh, For me, I think the Warriors are still there and thereabouts. So we'll see how it plays out. But uh, obviously coming out of that game, Katoa and Tohu Harris. Tohu Harris being the major injury, especially for everyone in Supercoach. I assume that if you didn't bring in Tohu Harris over the last two weeks, or if you don't have him already, you're probably not playing properly, uh, but you've come up with a little win there. I think everyone has Tohu, so as much as it hurts and people have wasted a trade there, looking at round 17, I mean, at least everyone else is in the same boat. Katoa as well, looks like he could miss a few weeks as well. Um, the late game, we saw the Paramount Eels and the Penrith Panthers. I spoke in depth about the Paramount Eels. This is a must-win game. And then it was a big game for Mitch Moses to stand up, and unfortunately... You know, last night just sort of summed up Mitch Moses a little bit. I thought he was solid without being great, but then he had a moment to win that game at the end. And I don't know, I've probably never felt more confident that a guy was going to miss that kick, to be honest with you. And I hope that's nothing again. I had like, that's nothing personal against Mitch Moses, but it's just the sort of footballer 
that he is. I, you know, I, I still think he is a chance to play Origin, to be honest with you, because I think he is going to be the next best option over the next few years. But, and this is what I talk about when you when you talk about that the Parramatta Eels don't have a winner and everyone says to me, oh, Moses, Gutho. I mean, you had a really crucial moment in the back end of that game last night with Gutho through a forward pass out of dummy half. I mean, winners, when the game's on the line, they don't do that sort of stuff. You then had Mitch Moses, who legitimately had an opportunity to win that game and miss that goal. And these are the moments you need to own. Is it easy? No. But this is what champion players do in champion moments. And for me, I just feel like Parramatta, they don't have that dude. I think they'll finish in the top four once again. I think they'll have to play Melbourne, as I'm predicting it, in the first week of the finals. Uh, and I, I think it'll be Red Rover in straight sets. They might get through round two, but then you've got to take on the Panthers or the Melbourne Storm. The, the, essentially, if you finish in the top four and you're not Melbourne or the Penrith Panthers, you're going to have to beat the Melbourne Storm twice and the Penrith Panthers once, or you're going to have to beat the Penrith Panthers twice and the Melbourne Storm once to win this competition. It becomes very difficult. Parramatta, for me, I think they showed last night, they're not the team that's able to do it. I'm sorry, I've, I've been calling them pretenders for quite some time, and I think last night they dug their own grave. The Penrith Panthers, they look so clunky without Nathan Cleary. It was not even funny. That was not even close to the best Panthers team. We'll see. It was an empty stadium as well. A lot going the Paramount Eels way. Couldn't get the job done there. Very, very disappointing for the Eels. One shout-out that I must give is for Tom Opechik. Um, a tragedy in his family yesterday, I believe his brother was killed. So for him to come out and play rugby league last night, an incredible effort. We heard Brad Arthur talk about it after the game, that he wanted to be with his mates, and that's fantastic. But uh, just the the courage it took for him to play last night, such an incredible knock. So um, our thoughts and prayers go out to the Opechik family, a terrible situation there. And um, unfortunately, the Eels couldn't get the win for Tom, but I know they'll be getting around him. So thoughts and prayers out to the Opechik family there, guys. In other news in the last 24 hours, uh, Isaac Liu, we mentioned yesterday, he's reportedly signed with the Gold Coast Titans. A very exciting sighting for them, which means that we could see Tyron Peachy hitting the market, which is very interesting. We posted a podcast about that yesterday afternoon. Go and have a listen to that. We also mentioned Kalen Ponga. Now, sorry, guys, we got completely confused yesterday. We, we thought Ponga was playing at 6 p.m. last night. Turns out he wasn't, obviously, so we've shit the bed there all in a bit of a rush, got our draw confused. Uh, but we've been told that he is a certain starter this weekend, Kalen Ponga, so very exciting news for Newcastle fans there. Anthony Milford's been told by the Brisbane Broncos he will not be re-signed next year. So very interesting to see where the MILF lands if he finds another club. Uh, very interesting to see where he could go. I've, I've sort of run a through a few ideas through my head of where he could go, and I'll be honest with you, none of them seem like a fantastic fit. So Milford, a very interesting watch, and I'm going to talk about it later this week, but you know, Anthony Milford, he was a couple seconds away from being a premiership winner and a Clive Churchill medalist for the Brisbane Broncos, and people laugh and they scoff at that, but if you actually go and watch that 2015 grand final, it's 79 minutes and 45 seconds the first 79 minutes and 45 seconds of that game, Milford was the best player on the field by a country mile. And if you disagree with that, I'm sorry, you probably don't understand rugby league. That's probably on you. But this guy, his career, it has just been crazy how it's unfolded. I remember seeing him in Canberra in his first few games. I was down in the nation's capital watching one of my best mates debut. Milford's against the Tigers, and he came on in the last 20 minutes, and he just did things that I haven't really seen many guys do before. He had just unbelievable X Factor, and... Disappointing to see how it's played out. I still think he has more to offer, but he has to land 
in the right environment with the right coach, and I'm not really sure what that looks like, to be honest with you. Another Queenslander who's been on big money the last few years, Ash Taylor. It looks unlikely he will be staying at the Gold Coast Titans. Uh, coach sort of alluded to the other day that he might be moving on. So another interesting one to see where Ash Taylor lands. Another guy that in the right environment under the right coach, I think Ash Taylor could be absolutely anything. But there is a lot of baggage that comes with Ash Taylor and a lot of history as well. So two guys that I think have got heaps of talent, but you have to have the perfect environment, the perfect coach, the perfect people around them to make it work. And I'm not sure how many clubs that are built like that are willing to take a punt on these two fellas. Uh, the other guy that's on the Brisbane Broncos radar, he joins a long list of players on the Broncos radar at the moment, is Aaron Woods. I'm not really convinced on this one. He's not a guy that I would be targeting, to be honest with you. I don't think he is the guy that he once was. Um, I think he cops a little bit too much shit from the general public. But I don't think he's the guy that the Brisbane Broncos need to be targeting. I don't think he's the sort of personality that they need to be targeting. I think they need to go for um, guys who just bring a little bit more and guys that are winners. For me, Woodsy's never really been a winner. He's been a solid front rower, uh, gets his metres, but he's just not a winner. And I wouldn't be sending him up there to Brisbane. I think they can do better than Aaron Woods personally. Uh, But... I'll also say they can definitely do worse, so no doubt about that. On the Broncos as well, obviously we see Tony Staggs make his return tomorrow. I'm so excited to see Staggs return. Watched a little highlights package of him this morning. Just got just got skills and ability that I'm sorry, probably no one else does in our competition, especially playing as a right centre. I mean, Joey Leilu is probably the best right centre in our game. The next one is probably Katoni Staggs, and those two very different footballers. So very excited to see Staggs return. Very excited to see him return with Jermaine Osako. Two guys that are in my draft team, obviously, as you guys know. But two guys sort of on a bit of a redemption story. So exciting times there. Looking forward to the footy kicking off this afternoon. Um, Great win last night by the Penrith Panthers. Very impressive without Nathan Cleary. And the Dragons, they managed to win a game that I don't think they were the better team. I also don't think the Warriors were the better team, though. It was just an absolute shit fight of an 80 minutes of football. We talk about how we all hate all these blowout games. I'll tell you what, when I was watching that close game last night, I think I would have rather watched a blowout. It was just... It was an awful game of football. And some of the decisions that were made by key guys last night, I just, it blew me away. You know, I've always been a big fan of Chad Townsend. Majority of you have always bagged him. And uh, you you probably got the tick last night, realistically. Played all right to kick off. But then, I mean, taking that field goal when they were eight points up, I don't know if he thought Corey Norman kicked that goal. They were up by six. I'm not sure what the strategy was there, but he hit it like a busted asshole as well. It was a shocker. He was not hitting his field goals well and a very, very disappointing game from Chad Towns. And I must say, I'm very disappointed in him. Sean O'Sullivan, I thought was very disappointing. And then a couple of other plays. It was a pass that Wade Egan threw that just went to no one. And I had a lot of people message me because I'm obviously not a huge fan of Wade Egan and tell me, oh, how well did he play last night? I thought, fuck, did he? He threw a shocking pass that turned the ball over to the Dragons in extra time in fantastic field position. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yes, he scored a try, but I'm sorry, he scored a try where he went down the short side and Corey Norman just made a shocking decision at marker, which allowed him to score. That wasn't a good play. 
that was not a good play in any way, shape, or form. He went down a three-meter short side, threw a dummy back that way that Corey Norman, luckily for Wade Egan, completely shit the bet on. I mean, I don't understand what Norman was doing in that moment. It's a simple marker split. You always know your second marker goes down the short side, your first marker goes to the open side. That's how it works. Corey Norman, I don't know what he was doing in that moment, made Wade Egan look like a genius. But to the people messaging me saying Wade Egan had a fantastic game last night, I'm sorry. I'm not seeing it, and I'm far from convinced on him moving forward. 